0: Hi guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of I Can Speak As Loud As I Want Because I Don't Have Any Neighbors To Worry About. This is actually Anime Podcasters. I am your host, Giant Music, and today we have our amazing co-host,
1: Hotshot. How's it going? Hello, I'm your other co host or host or other person who this podcast could not exist without. How are you doing today?
0: I am very well. I am very happy. I'm back in my hometown. This is the original setup. I got my mic. I got my mixcraft software. I got my mbox. I got everything. It's. I'm actually very happy right now. So honestly, I'm, I'm. I'm in a it's such a good mood.
1: Happy Jaden is happy.
0: Yes, but I feel like you're gonna ruin that all intentionally now that I admitted
1: that to you. Oh, maliciously.
0: Oh, great. And today's topic is. We're going to be talking about anime attacks and anime defense moves. We each picked three attacks and three defense moves from animes that we enjoyed. And we're going to get into it. But before we have a few housekeeping notes, I just want to get through. And then we'll get into uh, this nerdy amazingness. Okay, so first of all. A big thank you to everyone who listens to the podcast on iTunes because anime podcasters officially broke 1,000 plays on iTunes. That's absolutely amazing. Dude, people have listened to you over 1,000 times on iTunes. How do you feel about that? Woop whoop. Honestly, thank you guys so much. 1,000 plays is really cool. I actually never thought we would hit 1,000 plays on iTunes. It seems like a
1: small number, but still pretty thank awesome. Thank you to our one fan. And Jaden.
0: <laughs> thinking of the guy who just looped the podcast. <laughs> but, yeah. 101, 102, <laughs>
1: 103.
0: Yeah, but seriously, guys, thank you so much for the support. Also, um, we are now on a website called List- ListenNote.com. Uh, the podcast, it's like a Google uh, thing where people can let, just look up any podcast ever, and we're on that website now. That's really awesome, and it updates automatically. So that's really cool whenever we put out an episode. Uh, another thing I want to go through very quickly is that anime podcasters last year during the summer we took a break just because I, went, I was moving to a new city and I wanted to record uh, some podcasts ahead of time and all that stuff. That's not the plan anymore. This summer we are back. We're doing two episodes a month like the usual and Hot going to be there and we're going to have a very, very good time. We're back for the summer, Hot Shot. We're not canceled.
1: Yay! Yay! We're not a Comedy Central
0: show! That's amazing, dude. Amazing. <laughs> I'm, I used to be such a big Comedy Central fan back in the day. Okay, and very quickly, also, um, there's also a new way you can financially support anime podcasters. There's a PayPal link, it's paypal.com. Now, paypal.me slash J-A-I-N, J-A-I-N. If you donate through uh, that uh, link uh, to to that link on PayPal uh, and want to directly support anime podcasters, please tweet at me and let me know that the do- donation is for anime podcasters so I can split it amongst uh, GoPro, Keo, Hot John, and myself since we all work on this podcast. And so that's everything I wanted to mention. Let's go right into the topic. So today we're talking about anime attacks and anime defense moves. Like I said, we... We picked some, um, three each and, uh, three of each. And, uh, before we go into this, uh, Hotshot, what went into you picking these different attack moves and defense moves? Like, what was uh, your process?
1: So I kind of had a process, um, technically for both of them for defense moves. Um, I basically based it off of, will this throw the enemy off balance or will this protect me in some way? And for the offense, I basically asked, will this fuck my enemy up? (laughs) Okay, so pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, it's attacks. It's not going to be like a very, hmm. Okay, so if I divide the y-axis by x equals yz, now I'm going to be able to punch you in the face so hard that the space-time continuum is asleep, and I will tell everyone why we're doing this. If he doesn't wake up.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That sounds very interesting. Yeah, that's total, all, d- cool, cool, bro. Cool.
1: Actually, I kind of do want to do that, if I may.
0: Oh, you just woke up from her now before this.
1: I did, yeah, but I woke up slightly on time. You said the podcast was like. At a certain time, I woke up at that certain time. (laughs) You're such a great host.
0: All right. (laughs) No, seriously, that's actually interesting. Um, I think for myself, um, the way I went about it as I went from shows I really enjoyed, and I tried to like do the, do the thing where I only pick one from each show, but I do the thing. Yeah, the thing, (laughs) and, um... No, totally, it's all good. Um, How dare you speak during a podcast? (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I will just not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's gonna make for a very awkward (laughs) conversation. And, uh, for my attack moves, I went for things that, I guess, are not super destructive. I didn't pick any, like, really fancy attacks, and, like, one of my attacks actually might just surprise you as, like, what, that's an attack? Uh, and for my defense moves, I went for... Uh, defense moves that are very uh, versatile that can really protect uh, a, a pr- fairly uh, different amounts of uh, attacks that uh, can be evasive at the same time. So I try to have a lot of versatility. Versatility. How do you say that word? Variety. Variety. Ver- versatile. How do you say the ability of versatile? Versatility. Versatile? I don't know. Anyway, that word of uh, enemy attacks and defense moves.
1: (laughs) He has a very blank way of doing (laughs) that. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, Okay, so who wants to go first? I'll go
0: first if I may. Go right ahead. So should we do like one attack, one defense, one attack, one defense, one attack, one defense?
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Okay, cool. So what are you starting with?
1: So this is a uh, defense move. Like oh, the way God. I look, the way I look at it, it's a defense move. It's a very old school move from DBZ, and that move would be Solar Flare. Oh, dude, yes, yeah, Solar Flare. You, you sound like you. I had no idea that that move existed. <laughs>
0: no, 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 it's it's a classic. I actually uh, recently rewatched watched uh, the scene where Dodoria chases Gohan and Krillin when they rescue Dende, and then Krillin's like, what the hell do I do? Dodoria's catching up to us, and then he's like, oh, duh, like, oh, Solo right. Flare! Someone
1: flare! And then he refuses to chop him in half with a Destructo disc immediately after.
0: Yeah, no, he, they were, I feel like they were just such in a rush during that
1: scene that they couldn't do it. But yes, uh, yeah, Tien, yes, great, great, great pick, dude. Being, um, so the reason I picked Solar Flare is because, I mean, it blinds you, obviously, if it's done correctly. But it, w- I believe one of the other effects is it also nullifies your hearing a little bit for a brief time. Like, because it goes blaring, you have absolutely no idea or no, like not deprivation um awareness i guess of what's going on you for a solid like five seconds and then you can hear something but it still takes a while for your eyes to adjust so imagine someone competent using um using solar flare and then the second that their enemy is blind you beat the shit out of them like imagine um i don't think he ever did this but imagine goku doing a uh, solar flare like on cell, and then immediately following up with a uh, dragon fist.
0: I mean, Dr- dragon fist has a charging point, but like I-, I get what you mean. Like it could be like a one-two. Like you use the solar flare as a like launching point for a more destructive blow. Yeah. It can also be a thing where, you know, you warn your ally. Okay, I'm going to do a Solar Flare. You hit the, you hit your enemy with the Solar Flare, and then your ally is charging up, like, let's say, like, Goku and Piccolo are doing something against Raditz. Solar Flare on Raditz, you know, Raditz is, is blinded, and Piccolo has time to charge up his special beam cannon, and boom. I'm
1: a-charging my attack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I actually really enjoy this attack, um... I, it was actually used in the Tournament of Power. Uh, Goku used that at some point. But I, actually, there, there's something actually really interesting about this attack I, I want to add on to. In Dragon Ball Super, Krillin invents a improved version of the Solar Flare.
1: How do you mean improved version?
0: So what he does is it's called Solar Flare times 100. Um, oh, Lord. I, I, I know it's like Kamehameha times 100. It's very gt in that way. But it, trust me, it's good. So what he does is he flies up and he goes uh, like... Basically, let's say uh, he uses it against Gohan when they're training for the tournament power. Uh, Gohan like is trying to like a- attack Krillin and stuff. And Krillin jumps in the way where when Gohan's looking at him, he's facing directly to the sun, right? And so right. with the sun already blinding you, uh, Krillin charges up a super powerful sword flare. So in combination with the blindingness of the sun... Um, you get, like, even more blended by the solar flare. It, oh, okay. It, it, like, so so the, using the re- using flare. the
1: reflection of the sun to bounce it off and then blend you even further.
0: Yeah, just using the sun's reflection to,
1: like, further increase the, the solar flare. Okay. Um, there actually is one uh, old-school uh, referen- reference. I don't know if reference would be the right word for it, but um, there's one old-school appearance of the uh solar flare in DBZ that actually made me think of it do you remember the uh the tournament of the dead in dbc like after the cell arc when uh, in, um in other world yeah in other world yes, like with all the yeah. kais coming together
0: yeah, yeah, yeah pycon and stuff all those guys yeah, yeah
1: when goku used the solar flare on the fish guy i don't remember this you don't remember this at all
0: not at all please uh, remind me
1: I think the fist guy was from uh, the South Quadrant, and nobody really saw him as a threat. But then he used a move that made the the entire arena into water, and then he was a force to be reckoned with. But Goku, when he got a chance, flew up into the air and did a solar flare. And immediately uh, followed up with a Kamehameha. And it just absolutely decimated the guy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, like, it,
0: uh, it goes back to the point we said earlier. It's a great, like, launching point for an attack. Because your enemy is wide uh, open.
1: Yeah, as long as you actually, like, immediately launch that attack or get that attack ready, it will literally win you the fight in the next move. Unless yes. you're unless you're a DBZ character in which you'll scream for 20 minutes and then they'll be able to see you again.
0: Exactly, exactly. No, it's a, it's a great first pick, Hotshot. I mean, this is, you're, you're kicking it off
1: really well. And you said my list couldn't come toe-to-toe with yours. So tell me, what are you going to do to come up to my Solar Flare? Okay, so uh, I feel like if we're going to talk
0: defense moves and Dragon Ball moves, I should probably pick a defensive move from Dragon Ball as well, right?
1: I mean, that just seems right to me.
0: So I am picking a, an, like, a way more defensive move. Like my, I think this move is way better than the Solar Flare. I
1: am picking the Android Barrier from Android 17 as my first defensive move. So... Isn't that the one that like literally puts up a shield around him?
0: Yes, a a, a spherical shir- shield all around him. Uh, the first time we see this move, uh, if I'm not correct, is when uh, Piccolo's fighting, uh, Fuse of Kami's fighting with 17, and Piccolo does the light grenade attack where he he, he throws a bunch of key bl- uh, beams everywhere, and then these key beams close in on the enemy. Android 17 just needed to put up that shield, and y- you're covered on all angles. And if you actually uh, watched uh, the Dragon Ball Super Tournament arc, uh, I always reference this arc, I feel like. Very you, always
1: re- you always reference this is your, yeah. like, okay, so every podcast, I have to Mentioned that um, that I mentioned the tournament of power and that Black Star sucks. <laughs> but uh, every podcast, Android Seventeen absolutely abuses his technique, and it's
0: so useful. Like in so many uh, moments, he uh, he uses it. Um, one of my favorite moments he uses it is like towards the end of the Tournament of Power, where um. Uh, Andrew 17 uh, was fighting against Jiren, right, and Jiren was the big final guy that nobody was able to damage, and Andrew 17 comes up to him and does this really powerful beam in his back and actually damages Jiren for the first time. That's the first time someone actually hurt Jiren, and, like, everyone was like, what? Jiren's damaged? Oh my god, wow, that's insane, and... Towards the end of the, uh, the final episode, actually, he does this one move, with this one move, the same move towards Jiren. He grabs onto Jiren and he's about to blast him with the same attack. And Jiren's like, that's not gonna work a second time. And so what Android17 does, he uses that shield to shield himself with it, with, to close himself and Jiren within the blast. You see what I mean? Yeah, like,
1: but. So he but... damages
0: himself and Jiren, but it like, it really hurts way more that way. So it, he <laughs> uses it in so many different ways.
1: But that brings up a question that I have about barrier. Go ahead. Um, is Doesn't it restrict your movement? Like you have the barrier up, but you can't move. You're no, he, protected, but you can't move. He can move. He can move. You can? I thought you were just locked in place. Well, I remember when
0: he was, uh, f- 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 he, uh sorry, uh, Topo was fighting against uh, another, uh, another character in the, the Tournament of Powers fighting uh, 17 and Gohan. And Gohan got caught by Topo and thrown at Android 17. So they both smashed into each other and he was about to blast them off. So what Android 17 did is throw up in the middle of the air as they were floating away or like fly- evading away. Like he was moving and he had the, the barrier up.
1: But can he only fly, or can he, like, move forward, or... Yeah, he...
0: I'm pretty... He, uh, he he can move around with the barrier. Like, in Dragon Ball Super, at least, he can.
1: Okay, but do you know if he can in DBZ?
0: Uh, I do not recall that being the case in DBZ. But like, okay. I know he like, there was literally moments where he was running and, like, getting blasted, and he would just throw up the shield. And, like, it's a really, like, just quick boom. Like, it's up there. Uh, the only thing is, with the shield, they, obviously, it can crack and break. Like, there was many moments where, like, Jiren's attacks were, like, cracking the shield, or, like, uh, uh, Android 17, like, uh, shield wasn't able to, like, sustain a certain attack. Like, it happened a lot. Another thing that's really interesting is when he was fighting Anirasa, this, like, ultimate fusion of, like, Half of the members of One universe?
1: Um, he used the shield. So it around does. The, so it does yeah. have a limit, and it can be broken.
0: Yeah, I can Yeah, I mean, this attack's not gonna be perfect. It's not perfect, Cell. So, okay, sorry. Um,
1: like, yeah, would, no, you're right. It's just a fucking android <laughs> that but, won the tournament of power. <laughs> yeah, he,
0: yo, I Seventeen was uh, like the MVP of Universe Seven. Like, I do not care what anyone says. Um, so to go back, he was gonna punch this uh, this enemy, and to protect himself, he put a barrier around his um his hand and he punched, uh, he punched him with the barrier uh, with a barrier around his fist. Right. it still damaged him though. So the, the, like I said, like this shield is not like the best ever, but it's still very efficient.
1: So, I mean, it's not the, the greatest one in the world, but it will definitely get the job done. If not more.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a great energy shield. It's super versatile. Like just a really good attack.
1: No. Yeah. And I'm going to say that's a good, uh good one to start your list off too. I think, um, I think the way that we're kind of doing the list is the fact that my move will literally give someone the upper hand and your defense moves will literally protect them as opposed to like, okay, now I have the advantage. Right, right, You, right. you know what I mean?
0: No, I see what you mean. Uh, that's everything I had to say. If you want to go to your next pick, uh, I am listening.
1: All right. So I'm going to start off with my, uh, my first offense move then. Okay. So this is a move I recently saw for the first time, and it's an anime that I'm already in love with. From My Hero Academia, I'm going with All Might's plus Ultra Punch.
0: Yes. I, I, for some reason, I was in, like, defense mode. I was like, how's that defense? And I was like, wait, no, he's talking about... Like, it's like, no,
1: defense. I specifically said this move is one to fuck you up.
0: <laughs> I'm like, how does this punch defend him? I was trying to,
1: that's literally my
0: thought. But yeah, obviously, greater offensive attack. Go ahead.
1: So the reason I pi- I'm picking this one instead of all my usual smashes, like Detroit Smash, Texas Smash, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, is because... This move has only made one appearance that we've that I've seen so far at least. Like again, I need to catch up on Hero, but bear with me here. But the one time I've seen the plus ultra punch, he uses it on an enemy that was literally engineered to withstand and kill All Might, but he Shock strikes. Of yeah. But he strikes him with this one punch and all of his other punches literally weren't doing a whole lot to this car- to this other guy. He hits him with this one and it easily sends him flying into a team rocket blasting off again. Basically. Only this time he literally made a rocket <laughs> because Wait. yeah, yeah. He is just gone.
0: <laughs> Which made
1: which that's when he uses it against a guy that was literally engineered to kill and withstand any attack that All Might has. That makes me wonder: what if he used it against someone else?
0: No, obviously, like good point there, because that person would be basically destroyed. But the thing like was, obliterated, yeah. like
1: the like probably a flick of All Might would probably like decapitate someone easily.
0: I mean, one of the the heroes, the kids.
1: I mean, if he meant it to, like, imagine if All Might was a villain.
0: No, I I hear what you're saying. The thing with that fight, though, against Numo, is that um, Numo's abilities quirk was shock absorption, right? But right. there was no specific limit to what uh, he could take, so uh, it, it was just like he could uh, he could out he could resist what All Might was like in like. What they knew, All Might's limits were. So All Might basically had to go above his limits, and that's what he did with that punch. And so this is kind of a limit breaker, uh, destroy your enemy, like final hope, like like uh All Might smash. And it's it, it's a really cool attack move. De- definitely, I do enjoy it. Um, I do uh, I do feel like it's uh like it's it, it's standing. If you say it, if you say punch.
1: if you say it's a bit overpowered. Dude, we're talking about anime attacks here. I'm not They're so all proud. gonna be a little like, overpowered.
0: I feel like it's standard. It's like it's just a punch. You know, you can like reduce it to its basics. It's just a punch.
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough. That's my Which, one nitpick at it. Okay. I won't I won't say you're wrong for that because you're right. At its core, yes, it is just a punch. But the part of it that impresses me so much is just the fact that he literally does it against a guy that has sock absorption. So his quirk is literally taking as much punishment as anyone can dish out really yeah and he delivers something that will literally send him flying that he either can't absorb anymore or just completely obliterates it or nullifies his quirk which that's the thing that impresses me because like after i saw that pungent after you just brought up his quirk was sh- uh shock absorption it made me wonder, what if he used this move on, like, the guy with hands all over his body?
0: Uh, true, true, I see what you're saying. Uh, there's a reason why he's not going to take on, on it like, all by himself. Um,
1: yeah, the thing is, yeah. no, there's yeah. a reason this guy was bi- biologically engineered.
0: But, like, talking about My Hero Academia, like, I'm watching the third season so far, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I'm just going to say, um, season. Th- I prefer season 2 over season 3 so far. honestly yeah i feel like there's a lot of rehash like they're going through like they're kind of like rehashing what's already happened um in a sense i know they're like uh, getting stronger and stronger like i'm
1: enjoying it it's good but i feel like it's kind of a repetitive uh, yeah 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 exactly and just throwing this out there in season two right now i think i'm on the third one-on-one fight for the tournament
0: Oh, oh, it's going to get good. The tournament gets so oh, good. Oh,
1: I have absolutely no doubts. I love tournaments in anime. It's great. Okay, is it... Yeah, it's my turn. It's your turn for a move to fuck someone up.
0: So, uh, this move is...
1: Sort of offensive.
0: Sort of offensive. You could use it for defense, kind of. It's kind of very versatile again. I am picking a move from Naruto. I'm picking a move from Kabuto. I am picking the Feather Illusion Jutsu.
1: Oh. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Is it not good? Go on. do you not like it? Impress
0: me. So you're not impressed already? Impress me. The fact of the matter is, had I said Kamehameha, you'd be like, "Oh, yo, bro, good pick." But like, no, I almost picked the freaking main one, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, that's kind of like lame." Like, I can hear it in your voice. Go on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no go on please, oh, please.
0: <laughs> no go okay, go but on. seriously continue um, feather illusion jutsu is a genjutsu from naruto um the one time we see it used is during the uh exams, uh, while uh, the Sand Alliance is go- taking over the uh Lee Village. It's the first move to put everyone to sleep in the village. Uh, basically, uh, what happens is that all these feathers envelop uh, the opponent or the crowd, and by looking at them, it will put you in the state of slumber and you will fall asleep. Um, obviously, uh, trained ninjas are able to, uh, release the Genjutsu. Uh, Shikamaru was able to do that. Sakura was able to do that. Uh, Naruto wasn't, though, in that instant, and that's when they started the whole, uh, uh, Naruto versus Gara arc. Um, very, uh, cool ninja, uh, sorry, Genjutsu, in my opinion, just because putting your enemy to sleep is just a sure way to kill them if you want. You know what I mean? It could be a thing where, like, if Kabuto uses his Jutsu, uh, uh, with someone's not expecting it, you could literally just knock him out and, like, chakra dissection blade through his through his heart and you're done. So, uh it's, I,
1: it's okay, like, now yeah. now I hope you're happy. I'm picturing like the uh the feather illusion jutsu happening and instead of uh running off to help Orochimaru like he does in the arc, I'm picturing him just holding a kunai humming to himself like mmm stab stab mm-hmm, stab stab. Oh my god, the fact that you were humming before the stab stabs. <laughs> But I've got the lovely jutsu, bunch really of cool. coconuts <laughs> <laughs> Here they are Standing in a bunch <laughs> One star Two stars <laughs> I don't know what to say
0: on that but seriously. Just,
1: just Kabuto just being a Mass murdering psychopath
0: Honestly that's kind of what he is like In the, the Great Ninja War of the Ido Tensei But that's not the topic uh, I want to just mention that this jutsu uh, This attack move is yen Release. So there's no... Uh, there's no uh, chakra release that's, like, uh, weaker or stronger to it. There's nothing that can, like, overpower it. Just the fact that if you're good with it and you can release, that's the way out
1: of it. Yeah, but how does Shikamaru get out of it again? He uses the, the,
0: he does release. Because basically, uh, Kakashi uh, is like, okay, Sakura, go wake up Shikamaru. And then Shikamaru's already, like, pretending to be sleeping. And then he's like, Shikamaru, and then, like, his- Sakura's like, you, what what are you doing? You were sleeping. You were pretending to sleep when you were fully awake. What the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Shikamaru never I, I, it up I just didn't want to go to school today. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, really cool. Uh, and Genjutsu, what are your thoughts on it, Hotshot? I mean, I know I was kind of giving you crap when you when you started it, but hearing you talk about it more, I'm appreciating it. Just the way I remember it is, um... Is, like, I didn't remember how Sakura or Shikamaru got out of it first, but the way I remember it after those two were awake, they literally just, like, lightly shake Naruto when he's awake.
0: Yeah, it doesn't take anything to, like... Uh, no, I... Did did she not do release? I'm pretty sure she did like the the Genjutsu release. I
1: honestly, you? I honestly don't remember. It's been f- I actually never got a chance to see the anime version of that part of the tuning exam, like the destruction of the Leaf Arc. I never got the chance so I don't remember everything. I'm pretty
0: sure it was released. I'm I'm like fairly certain cuz she was like can I release I'm i I'm, imma- I'm a, yeah.
1: hearing, hearing you talk about it. I'm imagining it was released. I just yeah. can't say with 100% certainty.
0: Cuz she says to to Kakashi should I release Choji you know as well and then he's like no it's going to be too many people for the squad like this is like a uh, A rank mission and blah
1: blah blah. So Like this isn't a rank mission. You're like um this isn't a mission. This is we need to get everyone awake or we die. <laughs> No, the mission being rescue. Get
0: Sasuke's after Gaara right now. Go help him out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So rake up as many people
0: as you can. <laughs> well, no, because if there are too many people and there's like sand and sand Jonin all over the place, you're going to be more easily spotted. And even just the three of us in Pakun, those 10 uh, sand Jonin uh, caught up to them, and uh, basically Shikamaru had to like split from them and use the Shadow Possession Jutsu to capture them and like slow them down. Okay, fair enough. So that's that's what I'm saying there. Uh, so yeah, very good uh, attack move in my opinion. Defense move, it's very versatile. Uh, so that's why I would say my attacks are going to be I have a lot of versatility. Okay, I, I I'm okay.
1: I'm going to give I'm giving you more credit than uh, than I gave you when you first said it because yeah, that does sound for like a formidable move, unless you do it against someone who's strong at Genjutsu, like Sakura or Kuranai. Yeah, Kuranai would release out of any Geni, honest, except for Naruto would release out of
0: that. Oh, actually, uh, Chojin and you know two were caught. So basically, you gotta be good with uh, with ninjutsu, genjutsu, like have good ca- chakra control. Like Neji could get out of
1: this for sure. Yeah, Neji could get out of it. Um, Sakura, Chikamaru pro- could easily. Like, there's a- as long as you're good in that area, then you're pretty much golden. You're pretty much set. Which is like the ultimate flaw of this technique yeah but as long as you it's kind of like a jedi mind trick like if you get someone who's weak minded or like like say might guy for example like you get someone who's more brawn than brain then you're you're very easily gonna be able to make them sleep forever (laughs)
0: Well, guy actually has no problem releasing from this
1: Jutsu. Well, you know what I mean, though. Like anyone who like relies only on brute force. So I like, guess
0: would Rock Lee? Yeah, Rock Lee would fall asleep to this. He's well, gonna, yeah, Lee yeah. would
1: still Lee would still be out cold. Kiba would be still be out cold. Shino could probably get out of it though. Shino
0: could get out of it for sure. Um, yeah, any tuning could get out of it though. I'm for sure. Yeah. So,
1: All right. Yeah. And that's gonna be it for mine. And it is now your time, bruh. It is now my turn, and this is another... Defense move. Defense move, that's right. And my defense move is actually from Naruto. Oh my god, go ahead. And... I don't think it's going to be the one that you expect it to be. Uh, uh, Go ahead. Can you tell me what you expect it to be? Because now I'm I'm curious. I'm expecting
0: rotation. Like, everyone's expecting rotation.
1: Technically, no.
0: Oh my God! It's it's he knocked It's Is he not a sixty-four
1: palms guard? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. This is rotation. You
1: pick rotation. It is not. It is sixty-four it is. palm guard. <laughs> it's the same thing. It is a very different move. No. I can't do rotation, so she does this in place of it. It's a Hugo technique. It's the same bloodline. It's a Hugo technique. I but, can't agree with that. It's a Hugo technique, but it's not rotation. Okay, repeat the name just in case people got confused with all the yelling. Okay, Hinata's 64 palms guard. Go ahead. Why are you picking
0: Hinata's 64 palm guard?
1: If I remember correctly, there's a scene in the old Naruto where Naruto sees Hinata dancing in front of a waterfall and i mean he doesn't know it's hinata because it's silhouetted but once it zooms in on the silhouette you're like okay yeah that's very obviously hinata and this is after the sasuke arc and after everything else she's literally perfecting a defensive move based off of neji's rotation and when she actually uses it i believe I think Lee was with her at the time. I think it, the squad was Lee, Hinata, and Naruto. And I believe Lee said it defended more, if not just as much as a rotation. And the way, the reason I'm picking it is because rotation is a Hyuga art that pretty much any Hyuga master can do. But Hinata can't do it, so she modified it to fit her fighting style and her way of doing it. So she literally uses her dancing skills and her Byakugan in order to project a defensive barrier. And I find that way more impressive than a rotation.
0: So basically, okay, so if I'm getting this right, it's like she moves around and it's like, isn't it the one where she uses, it's like really thin and sharp like lines of chakra and that's the defense? Is yeah. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, it de- and it defenses all the way around you just like a rotational would. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I guess, I guess it's like kind of an absolute defense because you, you can't really get through that. You can, yeah, because she's constantly moving in every single direction. Like, imagine, imagine doing that move, but with Lee's speed. That would be insane because there would literally be, you would have to go through a solid wall of chakra. I'm pretty sure if, um, if he not to slow down a little bit. I'm pretty sure there would be a way to get through it if you were, well, honestly suicidal. But there would probably be a way to break it, though I've never seen it broken unless Hinata breaks it. What happens if someone gets like hit by it? Do you know? They, I believe they get thrown back. So, yeah. like, in the game at least, if you have Hinata do 64 palms guard and someone is rushing you, they will get hit by all 64 hits and go flying to the other side of the arena. I don't exactly remember what happens if anyone gets hit with it in the anime or manga, though. I'm, I'm pretty sure the same thing happens.
0: Alright, fair enough. Um, this is actually a pretty cool technique. I have to hand it to you. It's not rotation, it's completely different correct a uh, giant from the past who are now corrected. Um, and I think what's really cool about this Jutsu too is that like, with such ca- chakra control, let's like, go back, I'm just gonna be a- an example. Uh, Neji when he was finding Kidomaru, um he was able to emit chakra choc- uh, chakra blades from any point of his body. That's why he got up, uh, got out of all those webs, right? Uh, Meaning the Hugos, the Hugos chakra, chakra control is absolutely incredible. So she can like make these uh, lines, uh, these sharp lines even thinner or larger. She can really manipulate these chakra blades at a very molecular level where she she can like it's a versatile defense in a way where if it's really thin and everything it's almost like a wall and it's impenetrable like certainly for like m- mid medium level jutsu, um so it's a really cool attack for sure like I cannot deny that um so that's what I really appreciate about it where you can like with chakra control you can really go crazy you can go to different places with this technique yeah right.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um
0: I I feel like what this jutsu uh, lacks, though, it's obviously like a short range or a mid range. Yeah, no because o- once you st-
1: once you start doing it, um, you're kind of locked in place as well.
0: Yeah, so and you can't get that far. Like it, it, it range
1: wise, it's lacking. It is. It is lacking. Though, if she like say say she runs off a cliff, for example, and starts doing the move, she will be traveling. She will just be falling down the cliff. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, if she lands, she's, like, screwed. I don't know. I like to think she would land as a bouncy ball. Just, like, boing, and then just keep going. My
0: defensive move is the human boulder rotation from the Yuga Clan.
1: Boing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, okay, the more I say boing and the more I image it, I'm imagining a Jimmy Neutron's bubblegum. <laughs> Oh my god! Just uh, boom, boom, that, boom. That's
0: everything I've got on this jitsu. Uh, should I go to my next one?
1: Please, I got okay. nothing. Okay, I need. Okay. I need to make fun of you.
0: Okay, so I'm picking uh, a very like underrated. Like this is a a, a move that happens once or twice in Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, it's like it's not a big crazy flash move. It's just really funny. It's just really great. Um, this is a move used by Karama. It was used on, if I am not mistaking... Uh, what was the guy's name? Um, I'm trying to remember. What was the guy's name? Uh, Roto? Uh... I think it was the person's name. It was during the Tournament of Power... Uh, tournament. Oh, my God. The Dark Tournament! <laughs> there is no Tournament of Power in Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, um, there
1: is. There's a Tournament of Power in every anime ever.
0: Yes, yes. Jaden has move. made this
1: abnormally clear. Oh, yeah. The um, Pokemon League? Psh, le- tournament of Power. The tuning <laughs> exams? Psh, tournament of Power. Basically. Um,
0: <laughs> so, uh, the move is called uh, Seed of the Death Plant. And the way this works is, uh, Karamo flicks a little plant, like, bead at you, and eventually with the, in combination with his DM power, you turn into a plant. Like, you, like, plants will start growing out of you, and you're done. You're you're killed. It's like an instant kill kind of thing. Like, if you get hit by this thing, (laughs) yeah, you get hit by this thing, it's like, ow, what was that? Whatever. Five minutes later, Christmas tree.
1: Wait, so how is this defensive?
0: Wait, am I not doing an offensive move?
1: I mean, I just did defensive. I thought you were working oh, off that. Oh, crap! I <laughs> my offensive move! da 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 Jaden! I'm so out of it.
0: Okay, well... Oh, dude. My bad. I kind of screwed everything up.
1: Eh, we'll work off it. Keep going.
0: Yeah, okay, so this is an offensive move. So, uh, for me, uh, this move, what's really cool about it is the way it's just an instant destruction, you're done. Um, and it's to take out weak enemies, it's perfect. You just flick these little beads of plants at you, and you're done. So, very simple attack, but very cool.
1: I honestly have nothing to say. <laughs> the only reason is because I've never seen the move in action. That's the only reason. Right. But... I mean it sounds kind of simple to get around though. How is it, like if you get hit by the plant 5 minutes later, your trees
0: would grow out of you. It's like and it's like a, a perfect thing to it just it, it's an instant kill. It's a guaranteed win
1: as long as you get hit by the seeds. Yeah. Then you, don't get hit by the seeds.
0: Yeah, but people don't know that specifically. This is a move he doesn't use. This is not one of his main moves. This is just like a little side thing.
1: Oh, okay. So no one expects it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really boom. say that's easy to get away with. Then. The, the it, thing is, like, it's at the not. It's of not like it. It's not like a Kamehameha where you're like, okay, as long as I step three feet to the right, he can't get me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This move is. Like, let's say you're beginning the battle and you're like, hey, I have a little joke for you, and you flick this at him. He's like,
1: what was that? Oh, just a little rock. Don't worry about it. They start fighting. Five minutes later, boom, you're done. He's like, bye. Death Note has nothing on this. Basically.
0: uh, It could be a cause of death turns into a plant.
1: (laughs) Cause of death, tree.
0: Tree. But yeah, so that's basically the attack move. Okay, I'm trying to figure out here. Uh, You so far said... um, I've said
1: two defensive moves and one offensive move. You have said the exact opposite. You have said two offensive moves and one defensive move. So where do we go from here? I go on offense. And then I'll go defense? Yep. And then we'll have one. We'll have one of
0: each left. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, cool. So, okay. So you're picking an office offensive. I'm picking a defensive. That's what's happening, right?
1: Yep. Okay. Perfect. Your yep. turn, hotshot. My turn for offensive move. Let's see. How can I offend you? <laughs> Get it? Cause offense, offend. eh. I think Jaden's going to kill me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I just want to make an awkward pause. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry.
1: I thank you for that, actually. <laughs> Your turn. Alright, so for this one, I'm actually going to pick uh, Witch Hunter from Soul Eater. Do not know this move, please explain. Okay, so Witch Hunter is an old scythe technique that is literally designed to kill a witch. And you have to have perfect soul resonance in order to use it. Maka and Soul use it, I believe. spirit said he used it with Maka's mom before. Um, basically, your scythe turns into a massive, like it. It's very multicolored. Like it kind of looks like a rainbow scale from a rainbow trout. But it it glows. It gets. Um. It grows. It glows. It gets way bigger and curves more. But when Maka actually swings it, there's an actual massive shockwave of just pure energy that will literally evaporate anything that it hits. And Wait,
0: wait, wait. Did they use this in the graveyard, like, really early on?
1: Yeah, she tried. Yeah, okay, I've she, seen this. I've seen this. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, she tries to, but on that one, she can't get her balance, so she messes it up. And she messes it up, like, two or three times... And then she finally gets it to hit. I can't remember who she finally hits it with. I think she hits uh, Chrono with it. But um, then it gets upgraded later on to, I I call it level two at least because it's the exact same move. It's just more powerful to uh, Keishan Hunter. But I'm just picking Witch Hunter because it's the it's the base move for it. Oh, okay, okay, pretty cool. I mean, I'll I actually like that. I, I like it a lot it just like you have to be picture perfect with it that's the that's the only drawback with it and the shock wave is kind of again if you're not picture perfect it's really easy to misstep and screw everything over but if it hits you're done you're toast
0: here, I'm reading I'm reading on the wiki here. It says, uh, quote, The witch hunter has been uh, commented by Maka to be able to work on demons and immortals and has been assumed to work on a witch. It has been able to affect a demon tool soldier too. The technique has also been seen to be able to cancel out magic spells emitted from a witch. So it's basically a good way to get around a tough situation. Yeah,
1: like, this is... Like witch hunter to a witch in Soul Leader is a wooden stake to the heart to a vampire in any other monster multiverse. Okay.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean.
1: But again, it's easy to misstep and I believe it kind of works on spirit bomb logic where it only hits like those with wicked or corrupted souls, like witches or keys and stuff like that. So right, like right, right. so like if she hits say uh um Say she hits Blair with it, for example. I don't think it would work.
0: Okay, I'll have to take your word for it because I don't know
1: who Blair is or just Blair's the right. uh, Blair's the one who they think is a witch at first in the first episode. Oh right, right, right the cat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, She's the kitty. She's the pretty kitty. Yes, I remember the pretty kitty. Blair is best waifu. <laughs> Actually,
0: he not best waifu.
1: He and and Blair are best waifus.
0: Yes, and not Blackstar. Okay, I'm kidding. Blackstar is a
1: great waifu, but not
0: best. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Blackstar is an all-star.
0: Hey, now, you're a blackstar. Get your game.
1: (laughs) Hey, now, you're a blackstar. Get your ninja. Go slay.
0: (laughs) And all that slicers
1: are... Okay.
0: But seriously, uh, really cool attack move. So, okay. I'm super confused. I'm so out of it. You're going to have to, like, help me through this. I'm picking... You are picking
1: a defensive move.
0: Thank you so much, Hasha. It's been a long week.
1: So so. do not screw this up. I'm picking Rasengan. (laughs) And I ran. I ran so far away.
0: Okay, seriously, uh, the defensive move I'm, I'm picking is from my Hero Academia. I am picking Dark Shadow.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, like, what defensive- pick that one. I'm like, what defensive move is there in Hero Academia? Every move is literally meant to screw you up.
0: No, this move is, it can be offensive and defensive, but it's really, co- what I love about this is basically uh Tokoyami is, I'm pretty sure that's the name, yeah, Tokuyami uses this uh shadow-like monster, basically, and it materializes from his body, and it's super, it can go super long range, it can defend against attacks, it's like this really cool, uh this really cool... um
1: It's like a really awesome upgraded shadow possession jutsu. <laughs>
0: except it doesn't possess you, but yes.
1: No, it just takes physical form. Like, it's Shigamaru's Shadow Possession combined with Bendy's ink machine. <laughs>
0: I remember this uh, technique. Uh, under strong light, uh, it's really weaker. Like the lighting is like uh, really affects like how strong this uh, this um, attack is. And Tokoyami got very far in the series with it. He's using it a lot. Uh, he's a really strong fighter with it, and I really enjoyed um, seeing him use it. And he he's really smart. Like you'll see uh, in season two as you're watching right now. Like he uses it very efficiently. Very smart uh, fighter. Um, it's a really cool uh, like this this attack is uh, this defense is really great because it lacks no range it's very short range it can go super far so it's really well complete and he it's like some, uh, some homing attack is moving towards you you can get the bird in the way and boom it takes care of it it can also like grab things for you and throw them in the way like you could really be smart about how you use this so it's really really good in those ways and i just it's very complete there's nothing that can really like uh, trap this unless you like plan a specific strategy against it. Uh, so Yes, yeah. there is.
1: Oh. oh, go ahead. Extreme sunlight or extreme yeah, light. Th-
0: like like I said, like I guess that the the sunlight is the only weakness.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't even like just have to come from sunlight. You remember what he said in the tournament when the electric guy did his? Oh, remind me. He said that if, um, the electric jolt from him was any brighter at all, it would have completely destroyed Black Shadow for, like, the remainder of the fight. Black Star, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, I heard that.
1: (laughs) So, like, for anyone to have a really strong light quirk, like electricity, for example, or if someone were to use, like, a really create, like, say Momo, for example, made a really strong flashbang, that could probably disrupt him. Um... If someone had a really high-power flame move, that could probably disrupt him. Like, anything that is... Solar Flare, for example, from DBC, would definitely destroy him. Your
0: defense move would destroy my defense move. Is it really a defense move? No, but seriously, that, Like, is it, it?
1: Yes, because it gives me the upper hand, and then I get to punch you in the face and then run away like a little bitch.
0: <laughs> Your words, not mine.
1: Yep, my words. I run away like a little bitch.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> In all seriousness, uh, very complete t- technique.
1: Obviously, the lightning being
0: the, the key weakness.
1: But like, I feel like any move,
0: whether it's offensive or defensive, needs to have a little bit of counterplay. Like, you need to.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, no move is going to be 100% uh, be able to get through, especially defensive. Like, again, Dark Shadow, as long as you're in a bright light, you can disrupt him. Um, 64 Palms Guard, you can't move while you're doing it. Uh, solar Flare, if someone keeps their eyes shut while you're doing the move it will completely do nothing. <laughs> so yeah, so, or if you turn around. Yeah, like, solar flare! Nope. Or we wear <laughs> sunglasses. Maybe that's why she always wears sunglasses. Oh yeah, totally.
0: No, but seriously. Like, uh, solar flare! Basically... And then he just keeps walking. <laughs> oh my god. Um, th- Is there anything else you have to say, hot shot, or can you go to your next
1: pick? I'll go to my
0: next pick. Okay, that, that, is that what I sound like? Yes. Oh my god, imagine if I actually podcasted with that kind of voice.
1: Hello today. everyone, welcome to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. Then I would be like, oh hello, welcome, join us, please. <laughs> I'm just going to use that clip for anything I need now. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome. Join us, please. And then it's just like all over all of your stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm retaking your channel as my own, Jaden. Step by step, bit <laughs> by bit. The fans are turning with me, not you. Pod by cast. <laughs> In the comments, Team Ginger or Team Jaden? Yeah, basically. All
0: right, your turn, turning. Right.
1: So am I picking offense or defensive then cuz we both I, I have honestly, one of each.
0: Yeah, honestly you you choose which one you go with. You have that honor since I screwed
1: up. Okay. In that okay. case I'm going to pick um, I'm going to pick an offensive move. Okay? And okay. It, and it. it is one from one of my childhood animes. And you oh can my god. you can tell me if it's a piece of shit or if you love it.
0: I'm probably going to love it if it's childhood.
1: I am picking Bolt Tackle from Pokemon.
0: Oh my god. Really?
1: Yeah. Really?
0: That is like that is old like old school's like, "Wow, that's old school."
1: And I love it. <laughs> Please, Please indulge. I was actually uh, thinking of, like, what Pokemon move do I want to use, because I want to use one, at least one Pokemon move, because we have a DBC move, I need something from my childhood.
0: <laughs> For sure, but, like, like I was actually considering Pokemon moves, too, but I was like, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and now I'm like, yeah, no, this is making this in now. <laughs> so why Volt Tackle? So, Volt Tackle, because... I mean, all the other moves are kind of standard when it comes to uh, Thundershock uh, thunder or Flamethrower, Bubble Beam, Vine Whip, etc., etc. I'm picking Bolt Tackle because it is literally one that Pikachu made. And I, I've i always been a big fan of tackle moves, like anything to basically make you go at top speeds and tackle straight into your enemy. So doing that in a shroud of electricity, making you, like, Bolt... Fa- <laughs> pun intended making you jolt faster even fur- further even faster and then and basically right when you hit them they are also electrocuted i just think is beautiful
0: <laughs> no for sure I'm, I'm going over some of the game descriptions for this and like like you got i gotta get your takes on takes on this okay All right. uh First description is, a life-risking tackle that slightly hurts the user. Agree or disagree?
1: It does It does slightly hurt, him. there is some, uh... It's like a shotgun blast. There is some recoil when the attack actually ends. Because, right. you remember, um... Or, have you ever heard the phrase, it's not the fall that kills you, it's the sudden stop? I have not. Okay, well, that's a phrase. And, with ball tackle, it is definitely true. Because when you're going at like almost light speed and then you hit something and then you basically stop, there is going to be some giveaway like, okay, that hurt.
0: <laughs> right. But, um, but like this, this, this tackle, like this electric tackle that uh, Pikachu does, does it have the ability to paralyze the enemy? Cause I feel like if it's going to have some recurl, at least it should do. It's also like cause paralysis within the enemy.
1: It does send a very strong electric shock through them. I don't know if it paralyzes.
0: I feel like if it sends a strong electric shot, like, the like logic has should have it that it
1: does. Yeah, I do know that in the end... I, again, I haven't seen every episode of Pokemon ever, but in the ones that I've seen Bolt Tackle used, no one got up.
0: Oh, snap, okay.
1: Like, no one was able to get up and continue the fight. Granted, Ash doesn't usually, like... Okay, I choose Pikachu. Go! Bolt Tackle! Like, he doesn't start off with this move, because it is a really dangerous move. But, once used, and if it connects, I don't remember anyone getting up from it.
0: Okay, okay, I see, I see.
1: So maybe um, it is life-threatening, just not to who we think it's life-threatening to.
0: What was your favorite moment? Like, you've seen this attack being used many times. Like, describe to me the one that was, like, just... The reason why you picked it, like I'm sure it was one of the moments where like this, I have to use this attack and I have to pick. I don't,
1: I I don't remember the exact Pokemon, but I do remember Ash or Pikachu using Bolt Tackle against a, I believe, Rock or Steel type. I don't remember the exact Pokemon, and God help me if I don't remember the trainer, but basically charging straight on into it. Basically, the origin of the move is is the reason I picked it because no one was expecting it it just kind of happened and it won the entire match for ash immediately I mean whenever a new move comes around and it does that for the protagonist or anyone really it doesn't matter if it's a protagonist or a new move we see from an antagonist or anything that will always win my heart because I'm like oh new move yes mess him up something bad (laughs) Right on, right on. Um, This is a very, this is like a classic attack. Um,
0: I feel like my attack that, unless you have anything else to say, can I move to mine? Yeah, go on. Okay, Uh, my attack uh, is going to be from Naruto. Okay, Uh, quick. uh, Yeah.
1: Is this offensive?
0: Yes. Okay. I promise you it's
1: offensive. Okay, you you can now resume and go as you will.
0: Thank you, I've been out of it. Um, Similar to Volt Tackle, it has um, some recoil. Uh, but it's uh a match uh, opposite of 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 your technique it's much more slow in the way it damages the opponent i am picking amaterasu okay i can see that so basically this is a uh uchiha uh, uh fire release uh very short range um jutsu and the way this works is uh someone with a mogyoku sharingan uh, can use the highest uh, type of fire, and these are black flames that are in the. Oh my god, uh, I can't even say the word. They they can't be uh, watered down. Like you cannot uh, uh, take it, uh, get get rid of these flames. Um, Basically, using the manga Sharingan, uh, the user will focus on a specific point, and black flames that burn for seven days and seven nights, uh, will be created, uh, slowly burning, uh, these, uh, these attacks. No water release can get rid of them. Um, it's a very powerful jutsu where it takes down, uh, B and, uh, in the way it was used, and the only thing that can actually, like, uh, make them stop is if the user himself decides that, um, to 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 stop these flames. Uh the one uh, bad side the recoil is it causes at least when uh, uh, Sasuke used it um it made his eyes uh bleed a lot and, and so it's 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 very painful for the user to use and as much as how powerful it is and, like it's used on some soldiers but like all they had to do was like re- remove their armor and like they were fine. So like if and also if the user is like fast enough, like you could like hit them with the Amaterasu. Let's say he, he uh, Sasuke goes to hit Lee and Lee's super fast, right? He could easily move out of the way and be fine. Um, so this Jutsu uh very powerful, but it does have some counterplay uh definitely. But like a big like enemy that gets hit by this who can't move uh, quickly, like you're done for sure.
1: Yeah, because I mean the. The one that um, immediately comes to my mind, with the Matarasu at least, is when... Uh, you remember when Itachi and Kisame first met Naruto in the hotel? Yes. That's the one that immediately comes to mind, because it's they... the first
0: time it was ever used.
1: Yeah, because they were literally in, um, I think, Lord... The Toad, the Toad's Belly. Yeah, in the Toad's Belly. And Itachi was literally able to burn through it, and it was made... And it's something that said no one has ever escaped or no one can ever get through this. Which, I mean, I know it's an anime trope that basically says no one has ever survived or no one has ever gotten out or etc. There's going to be someone who survives and and, or gets out. So (laughs) that's just going to happen. For sure, for sure. Like, no one's getting out. Okay, Tachi and Kisame are going to leave and get away. (laughs) But, I mean, on that note, it's also... Like the first time that that's ever happened. Like even though you expect it to happen, the way that it happens, you don't really see coming. Plus, right. it it actually yeah sorry, it actually does um help that that's Itachi's I guess personalized or his showing on specific ability is a Matarasu. Like Sasuke can't use a Matarasu until he has Itachi's eyes.
0: Adel has the like you need the
1: Mangyaki Sharingan
0: to be able to use this Jutsu.
1: Right, but when Sasuke has wait, Sasuke, Sasuke had Mongenko before he killed Itachi, didn't he? No, he didn't. Okay, he just had a regular. But when he actually has his eyes, he's the only one who's actually able to use a Madarassu. Just like Obito and Kakashi are the only ones who are able to use a, uh, uh Gumi? Uh...
0: No, um, I know what you're talking about. The one that, like, it brings them to a new dimension. Kamui,
1: uh, or... Oh, uh,
0: what's that word? Ah, um... Oh. Ka- kamui?
1: Kamui, Kamui. Kamui. Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fra- yeah. Frankly,
1: uh, Frankly, I don't care enough to get the actual word right.
0: Um, But I actually want to add to this... Um. Sasuke also has this other ability that works in combination with Amaterasu uh, called uh, Inferno-style Flame Control, and it, like, dictates the shape of the Amaterasu Flames. Yeah, which
1: is freaking insane <laughs>
0: basically uh, a perfect example of this is when uh the fourth Raikage was gonna go to like lightning strike sasuke down when he was like uh at the kage summit <laughs> and he, had his, <laughs> he had his uh susano and he, he just used those flames to like make sure like he would like d- get rid of his his leg and then gara stops it um so it's a
1: really very powerful technique for sure um and it's a slow killer It is a very slow killer. The perfect move for the most emo character to ever come out of an anime except Light Yagami. (laughs) Light Yagami. (laughs) Let's be honest. Light is the best uh, emo waifu.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, no comment on that. Your turn.
1: (laughs) Really? I thought you'd have a lot to say about one of your favorite animes of all time of me calling your favorite character a waifu? Your turn all right this is my final defensive move yeah yep me too okay so since we have all of these moves from naruto (laughs) i'm going to not say what my original was and instead go to my backup which my backup is actually going back to dragon ball z oh snap and it is goku's instant transmission as a defensive move? As a defensive move. I don't... I mean, okay, go ahead, but I, I, I don't agree that it's the defensive. Do, do you think it's offensive? I just don't think it's, like, an attack or defense. Well, remember, like, what went into... It's a transportation. Well, remember, what went into mine was something that will give your character an upper hand in the fight. And transporting away from the fight, like, whether it's directly behind your enemy or like in the bushes so you can strategize or a strategical retreat it helps and that's why i think it counts
0: fair enough but like uh like i remember the the founders of this technique are yardrats and i don't remember them being specifically fighters
1: no well you're right on that but goku definitely uses it way more often than not in fights he does, like he does. i mean he there is um one specific one that I'm imagining of instant transmission Kamehameha when he literally blasts Cell away with a Kamehameha um, after instantly transmitting right in front of him. So it can be combined with offensive moves, right? But if you just use it to get away or escape danger, then it helps you survive longer in the fight. And whenever Goku uses it, unless he's just like walking around and teleporting whenever he uses it in a fight he usually uses it to get away and to get to a better vantage point
0: right uh i feel like a, a more defensive move from this instance
1: from would be uh, the aftermage technique that's a more like you know what i mean oh okay actually yeah i think that one would be a better pick because my original pick believe it or not was actually very similar what was it? My original was uh, from Naruto. and It was the substitution jutsu. That would have been a better pick, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna switch instant transmission to after image because I completely forgot about that one. Oh, you're giving I I picked your pick. <laughs> well, I com I completely forgot about after image. Like I thought, I the reason I picked instant transmission was because I thought it was the closest DBZ had to substitution. No, after image
0: definitely. After image, also- yeah.
1: So, like, you'll literally strike a punch. You'll think you hit the enemy, but you'll instead have hit solid air, and then you have absolutely no idea where your enemy is.
0: <laughs> you can also go with like Wild Sense, which is like uh, basically a, 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 a deviation of Afterimage, where you just move real quickly behind your enemy and just counterattack. Like, you go, you, you don't get yeah. like a very farther. Pitch. Which, but yeah, which so almost,
1: Image. which almost all the best uh, fights in Dragon Ball use this technique because whenever someone is moving super fast and like whenever someone is watching these fights and they're just hitting each other in the air either they're blocking everything or they're constantly using after image after one another right right, right, right. and after image i think is literally just based on how fast you can move like it so is, like is, so and- like so fast that you appear to be in multiple places at once
0: i really enjoy this technique but yeah I, it, it's really cool. I remember uh, Goku using it against Khalifa. Uh, in... I know. You know where. You know where. Wh- where? Where did he use it, hotshot? Where did... Uh... Goku used the attack against Khalifa? I've mentioned this multiple times in the podcast and multiple times in other podcasts. Where?
1: Um, The Boo Saga? The Tournament of Power! <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to say it one more time. Somebody please make a remix of every single time Jaden has said... Uh, Tournament of Power.
0: (laughs) Oh my god.
1: That would be glorious. You have a lot of podcasts to look through. Good luck. Um, But another
0: thing I remember uh, in Dragon Ball GT, this was the only way that Goku and Vegeta Super Saiyan 4 were able to fuse it to Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and it was using this after image technique. So it was very well made because they basically, uh, they were trying to fuse all the time and doing the fusion dance, but they were always getting knocked around by uh, Shenron. So they're like, what's the only way to do this? And that's how they went about doing the after image technique. It's a very basic, it goes back to Dragon Ball, the first tournament that uh, we saw, the 21st World Tournament, I think, it was the one. Yeah, um, it's a good technique. It's, it's a really good technique.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, which is why I'm saying that that's my final pick instead of instant transmission or substitution. Substitution, mainly because we have so many Naruto moves on this list already. And after him, or instant transmission, because I thought that was the closest I could get to substitution.
0: Okay, so my final defense move is it's nothing flashy, nothing special. It's not as good as the after image, in my opinion. Uh, I wish I picked the image now I think about it. Um, I
1: am picking a
0: move from Zatch Bell. Okay,
1: you're completely on your own. Called Siyoshi. Ha! So, what? I have no idea what that is. Yeah, okay. It's used by Tia and
0: uh, Megumi. This is the combination of the human and Mamoto, obviously. Uh, so, quick refresher for Hotshot, and, uh, just so you guys know, uh, the way Zatch Bell goes down is that there's a human, and there's a Momoto. Momoto are, like, these children with, like, superpowers, and they come with this book, and they have up to six spells, and if you, uh, you the human receives a book, right? And it's, like, predetermined. Uh, there's a hundred Momotos that come down to Earth, and by the end of the, uh, the, the point is to, uh, take out the book, burn the book, and then the Momoto fades away and goes back to the Momodo world. Last standing Momoto becomes the king of the Momotos. Um, And, uh, this is, uh, so Tia and Megumi, the, basically, every Momoto has a defensive move. Like, like, one of the six spells will always be a defensive move. And most of these are just, like, this shield that, like, come up in the middle, like, Zatch spell, uh, Zatch uh, Zash Zash, Zash and Kiyo is a rush shield. It's just, like, this, like, electric, like, shield that just raises from the ground. Nothing special. Uh, it's like, uh, so, uh, what I like about, um, this uh, Siyoshi move is that it's like a um how can I it's like a dome shaped shield. Okay, so basically it does this dome around them, so it covers the back, it covers the front, it covers up top. The only uh, drawback from this technique is that if you get hit from underground, you will get you will you you it can you can get hit by uh by underground. Like if the attack goes like through the earth and like uh, like Akashi's headhunter jutsu would. Make it, uh, that would be able to go through the shield. But if this technique is used in mid-air, you can, uh, it will envelop you completely. Um, it's a fairly powerful, like, any, like, uh, first spell or second spell from these, uh, Momotos is, uh, uh, it's able to, like, handle these attacks. Um, so, but further on, like, if you use, like, uh, Bowser the, the final dragon, um, that Zash Bell uses, this shield is not gonna hold that. It's not, <laughs> D- 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 you're 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 better off trying to like rep- re- replicate the after image technique at that point.
1: Are you sure? Yes. Okay.
0: For sure. Um. So that's the technique. Um. So Siochi. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh.
1: Probably not. But you know. That's 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 what it's uh, that's what it's called. That's what it's called, and that's what it therefore forever shall be. Yes, for sure. All right. I don't really have anything to say on that one, just because, like, even with all your information, it just feels like Zatch Bell, for me is really complicated. At, le- at least in the way that I'm hearing it, just because I've literally never seen a single solitary frame from Zatch Bell. Okay, okay, let me, let me attempt this. Dome, shield, around two people. Okay. But wait, neither of them are rotating? How does that work? Now you're just being a troll. You stop that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, a dome shield. It's transparent. It covers you. If attacks coming at you, boom. If it hits, it comes from underground. You're screwed. If
1: you're in midair, you're good because it covers you everywhere. Can you move in it? You can move within the dome if you want. Yeah. Within the dome. Okay. So if you move outside of the dome, it breaks.
0: I don't think you can move outside of it. Like, you can't... Like it, Oh, it moves, okay.
1: You, so, you ha- so you have to basically deactivate it in order to get out?
0: Yeah, but, like, the way this thing works is that if the attack hits you, it'll come up, and the second the attack is done, it'll go
1: out. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that's a... That's a solid defensive move. But, again, if you have anything that's under you, like... Like you said, Kakashi's headhunter move, you're, uh, you're toast.
0: Yeah, you're toast. Bacon.
1: But... Aside from that, for like an all-around defense, except for that one exception, I think it's a solid pick.
0: Yeah, fairly solid. Uh, So that's everything I got. Um, So should we just remind the people what our moves were?
1: Yep. What were your offensive moves, Shane?
0: Okay, my offensive moves were uh, Amaterasu, um, the Feather Illusion Jutsu. And the Seed of the Death Plant by Karama.
1: Okay. What were your offensive moves, Hotshot? Bolt Tackle from Pokemon, Witch Hunter from Soul Leader, and Plus Ultra from uh, Hero Academia. Those are my offensive moves.
0: Yeah, okay. My, uh, my defensive moves were the Android Barrier from Dragon Ball.
1: Right, okay.
0: Yoshi from Zatch Bell and Dark Shadow. So, those were my three defensive (laughs) moves. What is Dark Shadow from? My Hero Academia.
1: There you go. (laughs) Sorry. Give credit where credit is due, my friend.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So, uh, that's basically it for the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. I have my defensive moves. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. All right. My defensive moves were Hinata's 64 Palms Guard from Naruto, After Image from Dragon Ball Z, and... Solar flare and solar flare from Dragon Ball Z. Yes, and I am ha- and I am happy with mine, though I honestly didn't expect two of my defensive moves to be from Dragon Ball Z. I
0: have a bunch of Naruto ones. You're good, bro.
1: <laughs> I feel okay. I feel like that should have been swapped. I feel like I should have picked more Naruto. You should have picked more Dragon Ball.
0: No, oh, that's the way it went down. That's the way that went down. That's the way it um, is. Yeah. Okay. So let's start closing out the podcast. Um, let's see. Um... So thank you so much for listening. You can download the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And uh, the artwork is provided by GoPro Keo, So please go follow him on Twitter at GoPro hot uh, Hotshot, where can people find you online?
1: Well, hold on. Before I get into all that, I just want to say I know Jaden said this at the beginning of the podcast, guys. But, again, thank you so much for over 1,000 hits on iTunes. I mean, it, yeah, like he said, it may seem like a small number. But to us, it really means a lot. That means at least a hundred clicks have been have been happening with iTunes in order to hear these silly little conversations with us just going back and forth and yelling "Black Star" and just our running jokes all over the place. So again, thank you so much for actually doing for clicking and listening to us. It really means a lot. And you guys we can, love you. We love you. And you guys can actually go ahead and find me over on my channel which there isn't much but soon there will be and my channel is named Hotshot ginger and i'm gonna keep you guys posted on what's going up on there right when i can so just be patient with me on that one um you guys can also find me right here on jane's channel um i'm actually part of another youtubers group called wolves pine so when those videos get up you guys can also uh see if you can find me anywhere in there And I'm in yet another group called Nostalgia Brothers. That's one that I'm doing with GoPro Kyo and another friend of ours. And we do Let's Plays, like couch-style Let's Plays. So go ahead and check those out when you can. I'm basically all over. You can never escape from me. That's just where I am on YouTube. On Twitter, I'm just under Caution Ginger and nothing else.
0: Yes, and so if you want to see all the videos, I'm sure uh, Hotshot will tweet them out on his Twitter. Uh, For myself, I am at Giant Music on Twitter, facebook.com backslash Giant Music. YouTube.com backslash giant music. And so that's all my links. Go follow and all all that stuff. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, Next episode, I don't know what we're going to do yet. I have a couple of uh, ideas for topics, maybe another Q and a we'll see. So that'll be it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to anime podcasters. We wish you an amazing day, week, wherever you are, and we will see you next time. Bye guys.
1: We wish you a happy evening. We wish you a happy evening. We wish you a happy evening. Now listen to us again. Bye. Have a good night, guys.